This is a HeadGum Original. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. I am tired of her looking down her nose at us like we didn't live in the same neighborhood. I didn't like it then, and I don't like it now. This is your sister. We know y'all gonna start acting like it. In every family. This is your daughter's wedding. Everything's gonna be fine. You just relax. There is good. Mrs. Cartwright paid for the wedding. Look at you. You look beautiful. You sure you want to do this? I love that girl. And there is bad. What are your plans after graduation? Looking for a job, I guess. Give me a call. I'm sure we can find a position for you. Okay. There are the ties that bind. William, meet Ms. Abigail Dexter. Do you think she can take this company global? I thought you were considering me for that position. Why on earth would you think that? Because I'm your son. I was thinking about starting my own construction company. What you need me for? A little bit more faith, brother. There are the mistakes we make. You don't trust me? It's not you I don't trust, darling. It's your private thoughts that give me pause. And there are secrets. Are you having an affair with Mr. Cartwright? That might destroy us. You better watch your step. It is sisters like you that give us all a bad name. I want us to drive across country like Oprah and Gail. Every truth. You work pretty close with him, right? Not that close. Begins with a lie. I was wondering if I can get a meeting with him this Don't be stupid. This man is not interested in helping you. He's a multi-millionaire. Every dream. Alice, do you think God forgives us for all our previous sins? Has a dark side. Sometimes I feel I've been paying for things my entire life. Every choice. What you're up to now is only gonna lead to disaster. Has a consequence. That's a lovely fragrance. Thank you. Alfrey Woodard, Sanaa Lathan, Rockman Dunbar, Katie Strickland, Cole Hauser, Taraji P. Henson, Robin Gibbons, Tyler Perry, and Kathy Bates. Let me tell you, my family has been known to pray on the week. Tyler Perry's The Family That Prays. Nicole Byer. I'm Lauren Lapkus. 
This is our third episode of the third season. We are working our way through Tyler Perry's body of work for the very first time with the help of Perry scholars, super fans, <laughs> and sometimes people who've contributed. Uh, this season will be 10 episodes, so we're not going to get to everything. But we might want to. But today... <laughs> 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 we can say that we have experienced a Tyler Perry family melodrama, The Family That Prays, which came out in 2008. And we'll be revisiting more movies and TV shows in the weeks to come. But if you want to watch The Family That Prays, it's available on DVD and for a fee on Amazon, Apple TV Plus, uh, Google Play and Vudu. So obviously we're going to have spoilers here. So watch ahead if you want to watch. And if not, you can just listen to us talk about it and we'll explain the whole film to you. But before we bring our guest out, Nicole, how did you feel about um, The Family That Prays? Wow. Okay. The yeah. Family That Prays was, <laughs> was interesting in a way where, like, I was happy to finish it. I was like, I got to see where this goes. Totally. Um, there was, like, little storylines that, uh, that didn't have a payoff, but I didn't mind. Same. The family, everyone was so mean to each other. <laughs> Some, Some of the slapped. meanness is so oh God, mean. The, Some of the slaps. There's a slap that is that rocked the world, and then there's there's <laughs> then there's like a a like fight where someone almost falls off a building. Like it's like yep. really crazy. Yep. I watched it at nine a.m. I was like I was awake and I was like I got to do my my Tyler Perry homework. I'm gonna put it on. It was a great morning. I watched yeah. this movie. The the. Twists and turns. I thought that something. I thought a more of a get out sort of thing was going to be happening. Same. And then that didn't happen. So then that was kind of weird. Like I don't know. There's just so many. There's so much happening. There's so many storylines. There's like it's it's like you kind of add all this subtext to everything as you're watching it because mm-hmm. there's so much going on that you're like, oh, this must mean this, and this guy's doing this, and then that's never true. <laughs> and then it's kind of like, yeah. I will say this, Tyler Perry truly doesn't really let the audience get ahead of him because he's going to throw a curveball <laughs> and this man Nick who you meet who you don't know who he is oh boy what a reveal at the end I, I thought he was like, going to be an angel I thought he was going to be an angel I literally was like okay they're saying he's like sometimes angels are hiding in people that you don't expect I was like that's an angel yep. and then he just wasn't anything I was like he was just some guy truly nothing I, it, I loved it <laughs> Well, should we bring our guest out and yes. get, get into this? Okay, we're very excited for our guest today. Our guest is Jacques Neal. Jacques is an actor, comedian, and podcaster who has appeared in Liza on Demand and Bless This Mess. And Jacques co-hosted the long-running, wonderful podcast, Culture Kings. He currently co-hosts the cast with Ray and Jacques, which I really need to listen to. I want to hear more about that. It's on HeadGum with Ray Sani. Welcome, Jacques. Uh, hey. We're very excited to have you here. What's up? What's up? Oh Thank you so much for being here. Oh my God. First and oh. foremost, what did you think about the movie? Oh my gosh. The, the my first thought, I said this to y'all, you know, before we start recording. My first thought after watching this movie was I need to watch more of this dude's stuff, man. Because <laughs> um because what a what a goddamn ride. First of all, first of all, it was five different movies in one. Mm-hmm. And I yes. loved all five of them. Yes. I loved all five of the movies. 
and I don't know what the movie is really about. Because Me the play either. On, yeah. I don't know what the point was. No, because the whole Kathy Bates, the Kathy Bates storyline is like a whole different world. It's a whole different movie. Yes. It's, I'm yes. just like, all right, is this like a, 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 like a, a, a woman who's about to die and realizes that she's in love with her friend? It's like a lesbian love story. <laughs> yes. There was lesbian there was undertone. Something happening yes. there. There's <laughs> something happening here. Yeah. And then but then it's also like a southern uh like family drama between Kathy Bates and her son and shit. I'm like, what is this? And also the play on words makes no sense. Ain't nobody praying in this damn movie. That's why I I truly <laughs> thought that someone I thought that like the white people were like stealing souls or doing something because they seemed so evil mm-hmm. at the beginning yeah. and I was like they're preying on people and then they didn't do anything I I, I, I don't know I don't know I don't it know but- it seemed as if it was like the family preys on itself and I takes guess. care of another family <laughs> but then preys on one member of the other family but it felt like he like, liked choice. the title and he was like, that's just the title. That's just the title. <laughs> he, 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 he created the title before he wrote the movie. Yes. And was like, I'm not changing this shit. I wrote this in 26 hours and I'm not changing this movie. I never found a way to connect the title and I don't care. <laughs> also, can I just say, first of all, let me, let me, let me get this out here. I'm a huge Sanaa uh, Lathan. I always mispronounce her last name. Sanaa Lathan, I think. Sanaa Lathan. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's Sanaa Lathan. See, I'd be pronouncing her name wrong. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Queen. I apologize. But I'm a huge her. fan of hers. How can I be a huge fan? I can't even pronounce her name. <laughs> Love and Basketball is, is one of my favorite. I know, yes, it's terrible. Classic. <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies. I, it's so good that she could never be in anything and make me not like her. Yeah. Until I saw this damn movie. <laughs> <laughs> I've never She's not so liked mean. a person. She is the meanest She's fucking so person. Mean. But to the point, she's so mean that when she gets slapped so hard, she tosses over a countertop. <laughs> she flew. I think at that point you're supposed to be like, "Yeah, you deserved it." But I still but, was like, "No." Well, I, know. I can't believe I couldn't believe that the Chris was hitting her like that. I was like, "He has already established he's a good person, but he mm-hmm. can be put. He he's pushed to a limit." So then I was like, "Okay, so then he's gonna get pushed at some point to some point that he can't no return." But then he. He slaps her so hard in front of everyone mm-hmm. that she front flies of, like, over a diner counter. Like a slap can't even do that. Like her head rocketed her over the counter. I don't uh-huh. understand. Lauren, he slapped her so hard. She gave him $286,000. <laughs> yep, she sure did. She, she sure did. She that was the resolution. For anyone listening, she literally did that. That is what happened. She goes, I'll get more. She caught air and was like, take all my money. <laughs> that was the craziest thing. I was like, why are you giving it to him? She's like, I don't even care. I'm like, he's the other guy's not that rich. Like, you want to have the money. I don't understand. Yeah. You want to have something. You and have then something. she reveals that her his child's not even his child. Oh and my god! I mean, whose that, face? I don't think we even saw. Right, like the kid was sitting at the counter at one we point. We see him at the end where she's in this like. Oh. I think it's supposed to be like a motel room, but it's definitely like the entrance to an <laughs> office building. <laughs> and she's living in the office where she used that's to work. What it seemed like, like yeah. <laughs> she was living at her new job. And then the well, and then the guy that she was having the affair with is like, she's like, we have a son together, and he was like, do we? Do we? And then it's like. <laughs> Well, do you? Yeah. When like, I said, do we? And that's where they left it. I was like, hmm. And I was like, okay, uh, well, so that's she's not, not resolved. 
She's yeah. not getting any help from him, I guess, is how that's she going. Got, she's getting help from Chris. I, the Chris, after he's like, listen, I'm the same way. I'm rooting for this guy. And then he slaps the hell out of her. And my mouth just drops for like mm-hmm. a full five minutes because it came out of nowhere. I screamed. I was like, what? Uh-huh. It came out of nowhere. It was such a hard slap. And nobody gave a shit. No like, one nobody cared. Nobody cared. Well, it's because they, like, hated her already. Like, this is something we've kind of touched on with the other ones that we watched. Like, Tyler Perry will make characters so hate, like, you hate them so much that you don't care what happens. Like, I felt like the sister, like, Taraji P. Henson's character, like, hates her sister so much that, like, they just did nothing. And then she was, like, Taraji was, like, crying about it, but then it seemed fake. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in the back room, she was, like... Like it was but also, like, nobody explained anything to Taraji this whole movie. Yeah. Like her sister yeah. didn't tell her sister that she was having an affair. Her mom didn't tell her that she had some money and didn't have to have uh, the restaurant. Uh, nobody told her who Nick was. And she was just like, ew, this icky man. I have to help him get dressed. Like, <laughs> But that was like comedic. Like there was like that point in the beginning where Nick is the, the it's a homeless man who comes into the restaurant. He first comes in and she's like pretending to scrub a dot on the counter. She's like, oh, but the, um, this dot, it was like, it was like pretty, it was a pretty funny moment, but I was like, yes. she is being really mean as well to this man who the mom really cares about. So it's like, you know him, you're getting, there's clothes waiting for him. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you're so you unfeeling. You know exactly where it is. Yeah. You know the combination <laughs> to the locker. Go give him his clothes. Like, don't make clothes. him feel bad. <laughs> All of like the homeless people or people in like dire straits so far in these movies don't speak. They're all like, mm, I couldn't possibly say a word. <laughs> no, because oh, the I just, part, I just need a little help. <laughs> the part where Nick, the part where Nick is sitting at the table uh, with the mom, and he's like, I don't know, telling her some sort of like stocks to invest in. Or yes, <laughs> right, right. And I'm just like, wait a like, minute, like quietly telling her how to invest. You but still it, know how to invest. And she's, I can't stay here. I gotta go. Uh, bye, bye, GameStop. <laughs> and then, and then. <laughs> <laughs> Taraji's like he's crazy and then I'm like he didn't sound crazy at all no he sounded <laughs> so logical I don't know what he was talking about but it was like it seemed like really like smart and then I guess at the end is that how he got the house like he invested or something like, I don't I, I don't I know I think it's like, because they were like this separate company that had shares in the company which I don't understand what the company does because I don't they're stockbrokers they're builders no. like I don't understand the company yeah they do everything yeah, and also, why was Tarashi P. Henson there? Like, she didn't know. She, her mama was just like, "Yo, you want to come somewhere with me?" Yeah, mama, I'll be there. And they just went uh-huh. to a board meeting, and she was like, <laughs> yep. "Mama, you ain't tell me you was a millionaire. Like, what the fuck you doing here?" And then her response was, <laughs> "You didn't ask," which is so funny. <laughs> You didn't ask. You I'm didn't gonna ask, ask everyone if they're a millionaire oh, just okay. to finally find out. Oh my god! <laughs> also. I got it. We we got to stop having, uh, you know, Alfred Woodard and, and Sanaa be mother and daughter because she's always awful to her. <laughs> she was her daughter in Love and Basketball. Apparently she was her daughter in another movie I've never seen. And in this one, I oh, think crazy. this is the last movie. And she was like, you can't be my daughter no more. You're too mean. <laughs> You're too mean. <laughs> you making me feel some type of way. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, well, okay, so you said you've only seen, like, one other... Which was the other one you've seen? I've seen... See, okay, so I've seen pretty much all the Medea movies, but I count those as one. (laughs) Fair. As one. It's just an extended feature. It's an extended feature because, you know, listen, I grew up up black, and, and, you know, look, black folks love them, black church folks. I grew up in the church, too. 
Black mm-hmm. church folks love them from Tyler Perry. So I've been on Tyler Perry since the plays. Uh, like, that's when I first got introduced to Tyler Perry. I went to go see a Tyler Perry play. Same. Wow. Yeah, it was Medea. Uh, Tyler Perry is such a, a, an enigma to me because he's this cross-dressing, foul-mouthed <laughs> dude who plays an older woman that church folks love. And I don't get it. <laughs> I don't that get it. That is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Everything my grandmother says about, you know, grandmother is a, is a classic church woman. I was like, but you just told me how you don't like people who cross-dress and you love Tyler Perry. You <laughs> wild. You're wild. And I feel that's like, my introduction. I feel like there's something about that character that makes people feel like, like, you know, that feeling of like being made fun of, but it's comforting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it feels like there's something there where it's like, oh, he's doing, he's like roasting like this type of person in like a really funny way. That's like accessible and not mean. It's just like yeah. funny, but he's, he's, he really disappears into the Medea character, which yes. I did not expect. And I also was really expecting Medea to come into this movie at some point. I really yeah. wanted it. I wanted Medea so bad. We love Medea. We love Medea. We have only had one movie with Medea so far. And we want more Medea. Medea is so funny. And I would say it's like maybe church people like Medea because she's non threatening. But then I was like, oh no, she shoots a gun constantly. She's so threatening. (laughs) Like, I don't get the infatuation with Medea from church folks when I'm like, but like, and then the opposite side for the rest of the sermon, essentially. It is. The most amazing thing to me that I just absolutely love. I love it so much. Maybe it also has to do with just how much he's into like morals and like it's so, like the, mm-hmm. the theme. Every the theme of everything is so like deeply religious and moral somehow. Like through yeah. it all, that like I don't know. I guess it gives a little bit of leeway for that character, but it, it's very interesting. That I did Medea on stage get laughs and that. Like, I mean, it must have been like insane. Oh. I feel like yeah. Yeah. Funniest oh, yeah. thing ever. From my memory, the minute Medea like walked out on stage, she got like a standing ovation <laughs> and then every word out of her mouth, everyone was like, ha ha, ha Yes. Yes. And you know what I love about Medea and Tyler Perry movies just in general? Like I can watch them with my grandma. Like I, the last movie I tried to watch my grandma was Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which was uh, all good until we got to the sex scene. I was like, I can't mm, watch this with you no, no more. And she was even like, ooh. Ooh, baby. (laughs) But like this one, no matter how wild it gets, you always going to have something about prayer. You always going to have some church songs or some church music. You're going to have some character who loves them some Jesus. And that's going to bring you, you know, that's going to bring us together. That's going to bring me and grandma together when we watch these movies. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to jump into our news media segment here. (laughs) This is our news media. I'm, I'm going to explain it every time because I don't feel like it's clear. I don't know. I like when you explain it because I'm like, news media. <laughs> news oh, yes. Media. News media. <laughs> oh, okay. see, I get didn't get it, it but I get it now. <laughs> okay. I get it now. To continue shooting safely during the pandemic, Tyler Perry built Camp Quarantine out of his studio. This person is the most effective. Um, I has, mean, I, I, I'm like yes. so impressed by this. Okay. I haven't heard of anyone else doing this. Uh, Tyler Perry had nine TV series in production in 2020 and four new shows ranging from Nickelodeon's Young Dylan. Okay, he's a Nickelodeon show. He's got a Nickelodeon show? To Mm -hmm. BET's Assisted Living. He managed to get cameras rolling again this summer by turning his 330-acre Tyler Perry Studios in Atlanta into what he called Camp Quarantine. Wow. It was an $18 million program that included a 30-page list of conditions. 
Along with requirements for testing, masks, and social distancing, he also sequestered the Sistas cast and crew at the studio for the duration of filming. And after rapping on Sistas, he went on to shoot The Oval, Ruthless, and Bruh in succession. Wow. Yeah. He, he moves he faster. Feels like, yes. How wild. It's so curious to me that other studios don't follow this. I How did he figure this out? I don't know, Nicole. Tyler Perry up here filming full 23 episode seasons in two weeks. <laughs> now listen, I love the, the quarantine, all that shit is great. But this dude is working these fools like slaves up there. Man, he's like, no, no sleep, record, film. It's like a soap opera. They film it like soap operas. They do film like soap operas. It's 30 pages a day. We're going to do one episode in one and a half days. Uh, yes. But I mean, I think studios could have quarantined actors oh, and yes. then just been like, yeah, we're going to shoot in like the shittiest city that we can find. So you can't really do anything. And then you just we sequester you and mm -hmm. shoot it as opposed to studios having to like close down productions because their young actors can't stop partying. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's I mean, true. I'm very impressed by this. I mean, there's a picture and I don't know if that picture is connected to the story. That picture is kind of um, weird. It, it is weird. So the picture we're looking at is like rows of what looks like barns um, <laughs> and a bunch of people milling about, but they're all pretty far apart. <laughs> they're all perfectly distanced. I assume they're getting tested. Oh, maybe they are. Okay. Because it looks like they would be living in these like weird trailers or something, which it looks like an army. I mean, I don't know. It looks like an army base. It looks really odd. <laughs> which I'm not surprised. Maybe Tyler Perry's starting a COVID free army. Oh my Ooh, god! I would I not mean, be shocked at this point. Imagine, imagine that's like our next de like defense is Tyler Perry's army. <laughs> I need Which to you know, know about his Nickelodeon show. If Tyler Perry created an army, I'd be hauling her forward because I know it's going to get work done. I know it's going to get the work done, <laughs> and I know you know we're going to have some good music. Yeah, instead of the hundred year war, it's like the one week war. It's like we were fighting around the clock. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my God. I'm looking up Young Dylan, which came out in 2020. I mean, he literally has been, he he just made so many shows during the pandemic when no one else was working. I'm just like blown smart. away by this. Yeah. He's smart. Wait, what is assistant living? I don't know about that either. Is that about old people? Apparently, yes. See, you know the thing I love about Tyler Perry? One, he's a billionaire, which I know we're not supposed to love billionaires, but fuck it. I love Tyler Perry as a billionaire. He seems like a good billionaire in that he's not, he didn't get his money from, uh, screwing people over it's like he just got it from making an empire of films right I mean mm -hmm. well apparently Tyler Perry well he writes everything and, yeah and so he gets he he skirts by by doing a whole <laughs> bunch of non-union shit okay so maybe that maybe that's <laughs> just a little bit shady <laughs> so it's a little bit shady it's a little bit shady but the thing that I love he got all this money he has all these ideas he's writing all his movies quick movies do the whole seasons and his wig <laughs> budget is atrocious like even in even in this movie he had a wig on for his afro and I'm like that is the worst wig that wig I've was ever so seen. funny and unnecessary can I just tell I you I love that that's his character the character is like my hair's a little bit longer like <laughs> <laughs> no Can reason. I just tell you real quick, Tyler Perry's Assistant Living, it's on BET. It uh, premiered on September 2020, September 2nd, 2020. And there are 25 episodes of it. 
Lord. Yeah. So not only is he like like you know producing fast, he's also producing a lot of episodes. Yes. Also, there is a character named Todd the Inspector. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a series regular. I think so. <laughs> How are you gonna be a series regular and don't even have a last name, man? That's You're wrong. Just the Inspector. <laughs> Also, it's from the uh, the Meet the Browns universe. Okay. So people reprise their roles from Meet the Browns. So all of Tyler Perry's stuff is like intertwined. That's smart, too, because then it's like you don't have to come up with anything new. You're like, oh, nope. we already know these people. We'll just put <laughs> yeah. them over here. And we just did get verification that that picture is his studio. I mean, is is his camp. So that's literally what it is. It looks like those barns. So that's where people are sleeping and stuff? I don't, I guess. How wild. The Tyler Perry bubble. I mean, Camp Quarantine sounds like, a, I guess it's supposed to be like summer camp vibe. That's why mm. it's those weird little cabins. But they're like long barns. They're really weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way to describe them. Yeah. Is long barns. Also, 330 acres. I can't even fathom how big that is. That's very big. He did yeah. like a tour of his like studio, which apparently is amazing like everybody who went there said this is the most amazing thing i've ever filmed and i know like bad boys two or three and coming to america were both filming there at the same time too so he's filming like all the black shit oh. at his oh, studio shit. He so he's not just doing his own stuff yeah he lends it out he's lended oh. it out to a, to a to a couple productions as well um and it, I would love to just take a tour of it because it seems like a whole, it seems like Disney World for like mm-hmm. film studio. Yeah. Well, there must just be so many things going on if you have a whole section of 300 barns full of people. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how much it is to rent out. Is it like comparable to other studios or is it cheaper to entice people to film there? I mean, I feel like if you do 25 episodes in one month, it's probably cheap as hell. You have a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah, and I mean, if you if if he's working that fast, it's like there's a lot of time during the year where there's nothing being made. Maybe <laughs> he's like, I finish all my shows in January, <laughs> which we started in January. Yeah, we started January one, and we were done January twenty eighth. If anyone wants to rent out the place for the rest of the year, you can go for it. I mean, how wild! He, I, I truly can't believe how many shows he has going on because I. Like, this is the whole thing. Like, we, Nicole and I have not really seen any of this stuff, but I mean, I've been so aware of him, but I didn't realize that it was, he he had this many things. Mm -hmm. It's like, he's on every network. He's got, he has five new shows right now. I I don't, I can't keep up. And I forgot he did Meet the Browns. See, there's, that's the thing I love about Tyler Perry because he's so prolific. Like, when I, when I watch this movie and then on Prime, I watch it on Prime. So after it's over, it gives you, what do you want to watch next? Mm -hmm. And it was just, like 20 movies with Taraji P. Henson, uh, just like all the same people, which I love. See, he, he was like, oh, you and the family, you and the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That all came out before 2012. And it's just like, he's still making movies. He has like a hundred films under his belt. I feel yeah. like. Which is It's just amazing. so much. It's amazing. I, what he, a treat. He gotta be tired. He has to be tired. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think or maybe is. not. He films so quickly that he's got tons of time to vacation. <laughs> he's That's like true. doing great. Um, okay, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll deep dive into this movie. If you're wondering what a Nord VPN is, I'll tell you. 
VPN stands for Virtual Private Network, a service that protects your internet connection and online privacy. A VPN creates an encrypted tunnel for your data. Protect your online identity by hiding your IP address and allow you to use public Wi-Fi hotspots safely. I'm using a Nord VPN myself. And honestly, it's very easy to use. You connect with one click to enable auto connect for zero click protection. It has amazing speed. Nord VPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there and it supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Linux, even Android TV. You can switch your virtual location to access apps and websites in other countries. Get an exclusive NordVPN deal here at nordvpn.com slash newcomers. N-O-R-D-V-P-N.com slash newcomers. It's risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Link is in the episode description. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back. Okay, so The Family That Prays was written by Tyler Perry, directed by Tyler Perry. It was released September 12th, 2008. Um, should we go through the, Let's the go summary? Through the plot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as a favor to her friend Alice, socialite Charlotte Cartwright hosts her daughter Andrea's wedding, which I thought was so weird. At the wedding, Andrea and her really new husband, weird. Chris. Hmm? It was really weird. And the, and when she's like putting on the wedding dress. Yeah. She's like, don't embarrass mama. And then she's like, I don't want to wear this dress. And I was like, but it's your wedding. It was yeah. just a really strange start. But then I guess looking back, I'm like, I guess because that character's supposed to be so mean. I, was yeah. That a hint of I that? guess it was, oh, like, I guess it was setting up that she is ungrateful. Yeah. But yes. it, it really came across weird. Cause like you don't get that until much later, really. Like, yeah. So it just was like, oh, she's being like really bitchy about this wedding dress mm-hmm. that I assume she already knew she was going to wear today. Right. It's not like <laughs> this is your first time seeing it. Like, you know, like, you had to get it you're fitted. Married, here's your dress. <laughs> right. Right. You can uh, wed it in this beautiful like yeah. chapel or whatever mm-hmm. there are. You know you saw that dress. 
Okay, so at the wedding, Andrea and her new husband are congratulated by Charlotte's son, William, and his wife, Jillian. <laughs> William suggests they contact him for employment once they return from their honeymoon, since his family owns a successful construction company. Okay, so it's a construction company, but then there's stockbrokers in the construction company? I don't know. I, and then he was clearly hitting on the bride. He like clearly. He kisses her cheek and like winks at her, and then like yes. is also like, I'll give you a job in construction, man. And it's like, it was... It was a very weird energy coming off right off it the was bat. So weird. Like he was biting his lip as he was talking to her. <laughs> I'm like, come on, bro. It's her wedding on, day. Bruh. It's her wedding day. <laughs> like, stop eyeballing her up and down. It's he the, really it was, was the weirdest thing. So, okay, we cut to four years later. And then Andrea's having an affair with William. Chris dreams of opening a construction firm with Ben, who is played by Tyler Perry. <laughs> who also works at the Cartwright's construction <laughs> company and is married to Andrea's sister. Pam, who we see when we, we met him at the wedding a little bit. And that was a mm-hmm. pretty mm-hmm. fun scene. Um, Chris is rejected for a loan application, but discovers Andrea has deposited $300,000 in a secret account. This, by the way, this is jumping ahead so much because yes. so much happens before this. So Andrea much. catches Chris going through her financial records. She tells him the money is from bonuses at work, but refuses to finance Chris's plans. Okay. Oh, I would like to say there's an hour where you don't know she's having an affair. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't like her husband and is kind of like, I'm tired all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Also, mm-hmm. the way he finds out at the bank, he was like, I'd like $40, please. And the teller's like, from which account? The one with yeah. a little bit of money or a lot of bit of money? He's like, there's a lot of bit of money? And right. she's like, mm-hmm, two accounts. And like, <laughs> he's like, he, the bank was like, your social security number matches your wife's? Like, I don't know. There was something like really weird. So yeah, there was something weird there. It was so weird. Also, have you never been to the bank in Tyler Perry world? Like, this today is the day you go to the bank and find out you got two accounts? <laughs> like, come it on. Was yeah, he's never logged on online. He's never like gone to an ATM. Like he just like he goes in and then she's like, well, there's another account. He's like, there's only one. And, and there's only like, one. Thank you. And she's like, OK, she's like the social security number of your wife, the same as yours. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. And then she's like, and that one's got a lot in it. And he's like, <laughs> how much? And then she's like, two hundred eighty six thousand. He's like, say what? And then, <laughs> I think he goes, he goes, come again. And then Tyler Perry later is like. When he tells him about it, he goes, come again. He's like, that's what I said. I'm like, well, it is what you said. It's exactly. (laughs) Also, the thing that I love about this movie is apparently within these four years, everybody just either had amnesia or went so far away from each other. Because everybody that met again was like, oh, how you doing, brother? I haven't seen you since the wedding, man. How you doing, man? I haven't seen you in four years, brother. Uh Yeah, man. Everyone just forgot about each other. That's that was so their funny. one event. They're all related now. They never talk again. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, th- but this is well, we're also missing the whole this this uh, this summary is missing all of the shit about Kathy Bates and yes. Alfrey Woodard. Like we we need to hear about this. This is like like the beginning of that is so weird. I yeah. I'm like so confused that they're mm-hmm. actually friends because Kathy Bates seems so evil at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then you find out later that her, Kathy Bates's husband was trying to displace people of color and Alfie Woodward's character said no. And she was like, ooh, aren't you a spitfire who's strong? You could be my black friend who we'll all go on road trips with. When this movie turned into a road trip movie, I was like, wait a minute. What is going on? I thought that oh. was going to have something to do with everything else. And it didn't. It was it like they literally not. were like, now we're in New Orleans. Now we're in wherever. Like, now we're in the South. And I was like, 
wait, what are you doing? You're just going to bars and like going to oh, bars and driving by baptisms and, and yes. like just getting yes. out of the car they and just, just getting baptized in, in dirty water. And listen, let me tell you, let me tell you, Jackie's has been baptized four times in Lake Michigan. I get, I get the <laughs> baptizing in a body of water when the church ain't got a tub. But, but did I you don't drive care. by no, a random baptism? Exactly. You don't know any of the people? No. They don't know you're coming? <laughs> nobody, nobody, everybody just looks at you like, what the fuck are y'all doing in the ocean? <laughs> like, Kathy Bates was like, don't let go. She's just like falling into the water. I, and, and we also find out, I mean, well, let's keep reading. Let's keep reading. Because okay, I mean, okay, maybe, okay. maybe some of this will come out. So William is determined to take the family business from Charlotte and thinks his latest deal will convince shareholders. Uh, Charlotte hires Abby as COO, Robin Gibbons. Yes. yes. I don't see yes. her often, and I was Robin glad Gibbons. to see her in this. She's I was great. so happy to see her. And she determines the company will have to front $25 million to make William's deal viable. The only way to raise the money is for Charlotte to sell 10% of her shares, leaving her with a minority vote. William tells Abby that Charlotte's vote and his vote combined will give the Cartwrights continued control. Cartwrights continued control. And Charlotte is Kathy Bates. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Abby advises Charlotte to, s- to sell her shares. Afterwards, Charlotte asks Alice to go on a road trip. There we go. In her new convertible. Alice <laughs> agrees. Then they head west without plans. But when, Charlotte- they sh- when, when she shows up, when uh, what Alice shows up at Charlotte's house to go on the road trip, which it hasn't been dis- determined. I don't think that she was going to go. But Mm-mm. she like comes into her bedroom and Kathy Bates is like sitting in the dark with like and she's like. <laughs> and she's that- like, why are you in the dark? And she was like, the camera. <laughs> the camera. I've listen. I don't. I don't. I, I. I don't know much about Alzheimer's. I don't have anybody in my family who's ever had it and things like that. Just I just know what I see in movies. But what I do know <laughs> is the way they had her flip the switch between I'm just a normal, fun-loving, I want some I want some ass, white lady, <laughs> to I'm this desolate, can't open the camera, sit in the dark. It was it's, so weird. It was so not, not anything. Like, movies don't even portray it that way. So if no. you're writing it based on knowing nothing, you uh-huh. would never even go there. And then from what I understand, I've never witnessed anything like that with a person who has all Alzheimer's it's like they it was like she was like becoming a child in a way yes. where she, but in, she was like into sex and like and like drinking which I guess was supposed to be like funny because she was like an uptight southern woman or something mm-hmm. but it was it truly was like she seems fine she, she seems, seems like so she's like just kind of fun like I don't she seems fine she's absolutely fine she just has like one little incident where she's not was little like, again I don't she, know much about but, Alzheimer's but it was one incident in the entire movie. And it wasn't even that big of a deal. It was like she was sitting in the dark and then she was like, it's a beautiful day. And she's like, but you're not even looking at it. The shades are drawn. And then she like opens it. And then it was like, okay. Like it didn't, it was more like, I thought she was mad. Like I, I just, yes. she didn't seem like she had a real problem. So that was, I thought she felt, had cancer or something. I thought she had yeah. like, like I'm about to die in two weeks cancer or something. I like, just didn't know what was going on. I was like, surely this will be revealed. But like, there's no, like she, her character is like fine throughout. Like she has perfectly normal conversations with everyone. Like mm-hmm. later when like the daughter-in-law is like, my husband's cheating. And she's like, that's the same room my husband would cheat on me in. And Which like, is insane. <laughs> why Why did that her son knew that? He went to the same hotel room. And said, I'm going to fuck where my daddy fucked. What? <laughs> Not just the same hotel. 
hotel, same room. Same room. Same room. He and sits in the same chair. Her memory is good <laughs> enough that she's saying, oh, room 6029, that's where your dad also had... It's like he. she just seemed perfectly with it. I don't yes. know. It's just interesting. Um, so they go to honky tonks and strip clubs. Alice <laughs> takes her to a baptism, which is fully wild. During the trip, Charlotte reveals it to Alice that she's got early onset Alzheimer's disease. <laughs> and maybe and then the- she wants to go home. Yeah, maybe the early onset is what we're holding on to that like it hasn't really, you know, taken over, but there's Mm -hmm. little signs. But still, then is the drinking part of that or is she just trying to have fun before she knows that she's not going to be able to do this anymore? I think she's trying to have like one last hurrah, which is why she she was like, I'm Thelma and that's Louise. Also, when Alfred Woodward through holy water on that stripper. <laughs> I lost when they're my in the, shit. When they're in the strip club and Kathy Bates is like having the time of her life and Alfred Woodard is like hiding her face like, oh no. <laughs> it was, it's just a different movie. It's just uh-huh. two She pulls out movies. a Bible. She pulls out like this little pocket Bible and was like, be back devil. Be back. <laughs> And it is like comedic. So it's also like interesting. Like there's like these moments where like that is funny, but I also think it's supposed to be serious. It's mm-hmm. just a really interesting tone. Um, so at the company Gala, both Jillian and Abby discover Andrea and William's affair. Mm. Um, who's Jillian? Oh, that's William's That's wife. the front desk yeah. lady, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, I, oh, thought that, oh. I thought Jillian was the wife. Wait, oh. let me see. Let me look at my list. Yeah, she's the Pro- wife. Yeah. Okay. Okay. With, the, with okay. those bangs. That's right. Kate, that's right. Uh, yep. Okay. Yes, she did have bangs. Her bangs were a full thing. Intense. <laughs> um, so Abby warns Andrea the affair will lead to her firing. Andrea rebuffs, believing William will protect her. William fires Chris and Ben after they ask him for money to start a construction business of their own. Which is crazy to be like, hello, employer. Can I have money to start my own thing and I won't be employed here anymore? Yeah. <laughs> convinced that the money in Andrea's account belongs to both of them, which I don't know why he's convinced of that since he didn't know about it. Chris takes it and pays deposits to start the construction That's firm with so Ben. Wild. And the construction firm is named Chris, Chris and Ben's ben. Construction. Yes. Yes. <laughs> which we find out about. After he slaps the black <laughs> off of this person. <laughs> like, it's, and we're still supposed to be like, oh, okay, I guess he had his happy ending. <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. I was like, not a last so- name, Chris and Ben? No, they literally made a poster. It's like, Chris and Ben, have a hammer. <laughs> I was like, okay, you can't think of a name. So Charlotte uh, and Alice return to Atlanta. Andrea confronts Chris for taking the money. She admits to the affair and confesses that the money was from William. After the fight turns physical, she tells Chris to move out. Uh, he brings up their son. Andrea reveals that William is uh, his father. Alice tries to persuade Andrea to end her affair with William and reconcile with Chris. Although they aren't close, Jillian goes to Charlotte for advice. Charlotte reminds her that this uh, that she does not have a prenup and will be fine without William. Jillian warns Charlotte. Which is like really nice. Like she's like. So nice. She's basically like, take whatever you want. She's like clipping flowers and she's like, know what you want. You have to be a strong woman. You don't (laughs) have a prenup. So you hold all the cards. And I was like, wait, what? Because at first she's being kind of like unfeeling towards her. Like she's like, yeah, that's what happens in this type of relationship. If you want to have this house, you have to let them have sex with whoever they want. And you could have an affair of your own as well. And then she's like, I'm really upset because I actually am in love with him and this is sad and she's like let's just say you have a no prenup and you can do whatever you want it's like (laughs) this this character is hard to follow yes (laughs) and then also what she does to william later negates the money like she has him fired so then it's like where she doesn't have any money right she don't have no money yes 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 yeah it doesn't also the people in this movie 
that can't t- like these are they not cheating good in this movie like it is so obvious that they're all cheating uh-huh <laughs> i'm like how do y'all not know that they cheated on y'all it was the funniest <laughs> thing it was the funniest i know thing. well because even just with like with um andrea or andrea i don't remember how they pronounced in the movie but she like she's so clearly having an affair mm-hmm. like she she does, has no connection to her husband. So <laughs> uninterested. When he shows up to work, and then and then um, what? Robin Gibbons is like, "Are you going to come to the gala?" And he's like, "I didn't know about it, but I'll be there." I was like, "Wait, can't you see <laughs> this you is see? bad that she didn't tell uh-huh. you that this is a thing?" Like, oh wait, and at the gala, the front desk woman being like, "Oh, a husband's looking for a wife who's upstairs with somebody else." I know, <laughs> like the front desk lady gave it away so much. She's like, "You're here." Um, she always has something on Wednesday. I'll just stop talking. It's like, <laughs> yeah. And then Robin's yeah. like, "You need to go home before you give away more of this plot to people." <laughs> <laughs> And then there's that moment which is like pure slapstick where the receptionist calls yes, the woman standing line. right next to her and is like, your meeting's pushed. And she's like, yes. okay. <laughs> but then yeah, it was like, that's was- like Tyler Perry going like, just in case you didn't get it, that she's fucking that guy. She's fucking Mr. Cartwright. She's if fucking anything, Mr. Tyler Cartwright. Perry really wants you to like understand what's going on in the movie. Yeah, like there will be no questions. There's going to be no YouTube, you know, fucking videos about like this could have meant this. It's like no, no. Right. I'll just reiterate what I meant. This is not Inception. This is <laughs> the family that prays. Well, which is why I think we're feeling we're like enjoying this so much uh-huh. because we just spent like the last you know many months watching things where we have to have someone explain every element. <laughs> And now we're like, no, I really get it. Okay, I know exactly what is happening. If anything, I get this so much that I've noticed other things. So, uh, okay. So, but then Jillian, uh, like, rewards Charlotte for, like, telling her to fuck other people and tells uh, Charlotte about William's intent to have her voted out of the company. Chris confronts William on a job site with no windows and punches (gasps) him and, like, like holds him over the fucking edge like he's going to kill him. He's literally almost murdered. It is all, all that is saving him is that Chris is able to hold on to his weight because mm-hmm. he would fall to his death yeah. and then Chris hits a like um, piece of wood that has like the blueprints on it and it flies up in this like background actor's face <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know that background actor wasn't expecting it yeah and he goes he goes mm-hmm. like hey or something it was like (laughs) (laughs) hey and also bro how the fuck you make it up to like they at least on the 20th floor how you make it all the way up to the 20th floor and make it all the way back down with no cop presence after you punched this man in the face there though there's never been any consequences with that stuff at all so never (laughs) okay so charlotte calls a board meeting and fires william with the support of the calvary company a silent investor revealed to be alice (laughs) Mm mm-hmm Alice mm-hmm. has been receiving financial guidance over the years from Nick. Okay, so he literally was telling her a homeless man she fed at her diner in return for investment advice. But why is he homeless? Like we don't right. do, we, do we know because well, William oh, 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 she fired did explain. Him. Okay, wait. Nick worked for William as a stockbroker and had been a regular customer at Alice's diner until William fired him. He lost his wife and children. In the parking lot, Andrea approaches William unaware that the, of the recent events and expecting him to leave Jillian for her. Instead, he rejects her and drives away. Charlotte takes a deadly combination of pills and makes a final call to Alice. Alice gives the eulogy at Charlotte's funeral. But wait, I need to go back to Nick because she, Alice could have been helping Nick. Yeah, yeah just like more a little bit than more giving than him and- a shirt that's really huge and like yeah. pants. 
Yeah, yeah like she could be like, money. let's get you on your feet. Let's try to figure out some housing for you. And I mean, she does say it before we know that reveal. She does say to him, like, if you ever want to get off the streets, let me know. And he's like, OK, it's like it's like he doesn't want to. Mm hmm. I guess because he's so down about how his life turned around <laughs> that he needed like that little bit of revenge against Mr. Cartwright to like go buy a house. He's like, like now that's I'll what live he in a needed. house. Now I'll live in a house. And not just like an apartment or no, the way. Like he bought like a no, fucking he bought mansion. A huge house. <laughs> he bought a mansion. But like that was such a strange payoff because he had only been in like two tiny little scenes yeah and you're like wait you get a like a whole house i wasn't scene? even sure it was him at the end i had to like rewind that i, I know he just get a house wait what because he looks so much i think i think that was a reshoot because he is at least 20 pounds lighter <laughs> and that you. One there was scene. something he looked different and also <laughs> like his so different when he was homeless he was like really tan and had dirt on his face all the time mm-hmm. and then at the end, he's like, he just looks totally different. I mean, he's, he looks he's, totally different. He's paler. He, <laughs> Can I tell you my favorite <laughs> small part? One of my favorite small parts is when she's bank at the end when she's like, leave your wife for me. He's like, I'm not going to leave my wife for you. And she's banging on the car. Normally when people do, she's screaming. Normally when people do that, you roll the window up. This he dude roll the down. window down. <laughs> Just drove the fuck off. <laughs> he was like, I need to hear the last bits of screaming before I leave. That is, I also caught that. I was like, wait, why did he roll the window <laughs> down? He the window down. It is just little stuff like that that made this movie so enjoyable for me. I agree. And then after he drove away, she just like fell on her knees in the middle of a parking lot. And I was like, you better get up. He drove. Yeah. People are not, you know, the most attentive. He sped out of that parking lot. I was like, he's going to hit someone and they <laughs> yeah. will die within one second. Like, cause he goes, he goes like zero to a hundred, like just in a parking lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> also, like, I know you just said, you know, you can have the money. But go get your money back. <laughs> go get your money yeah, back. go get your money. That's a lot of money to That's just a lot of money. give up to Ben and Chris's construction company. And then yeah. she, is, she, I guess, has zero dollars now. He, she yeah. gave her whole bank account to him. <laughs> okay, so in the end, Chris and Andrea split with the paternity of their son left unclear. Chris and Ben opened their... Fir- did you read this or did, am I just... No, no, we haven't read this yet. Oh, Chris and Ben opened their firm and Nick lands back on his feet. William and Jillian reconciles, slowly salvaging their marriage. Alice decides to sell the diner and drives off to start a new life in the car that Charlotte left her with a photo of her and Charlotte taped to the dashboard. Again, completely different film. It's a different film. So she walks out of her diner. She puts up a for sale sign. She struggles to lock it. She gets in a car, tapes a picture in a convertible. And then drives away with no plan, saying goodbye to some people on the street. I was like, wait, what? And she was also driving on the wrong side of the street. On the wrong side of the road. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you're driving on the wrong side. You parked on the wrong side of the street. I didn't even understand why, because it's like, just shoot it the other way, where she walks around the car and gets in, then drives away the right way. Couldn't do it. Sorry. We only have that one camera angle. We will not do another setup. She cuts across a double yellow line (laughs) while there's pedestrians crossing the street and then like goes through it's like wait let's do a take two like we could do nope, this sorry one more time. this is how we get it done fast one take mm-hmm. and we are fucking out of we here are okay here. no camera repo nothing like her struggling to lock we've the door. already been filming this movie for 12 days we got <laughs> to wrap <laughs> <laughs> we got a wrap 
But it was such, it was so bizarre. It was like a road trip, like a girlfriend movie mm-hmm. wrapped in a cheating drama saga of people trying to out money other people. It was, yeah, it, totally. was, it was wild. I I had a great time. That's also a little racist, <laughs> like with the totally. Southern family. <laughs> like, yeah. I like thought you that said. was going to be like a bigger part of it. Like, it, yeah, because it seemed like that was the setup at the beginning. Like, it seemed really the like the, the dynamics were really odd. And then it, none of that really came into play. No, it, it's all just about some people are evil and some people are not. And there's kind of no rhyme or reason to who it is. It was just like. She's a really mean lady. She's dating a really mean rich guy, having mm-hmm. an affair. And there I never really got a moral out of that one, I guess. It's like she, I guess that she was a bitch and she lost everything, so she like I guess like what, that's the moral. Like that's it. It's <laughs> like if you're going to be mean to everyone in your life and like so hateful, like it is going to come back and get you. But like why does Chris get to have the money? Like that makes me annoyed too. He was also yes. not perfect. Yeah, I don't know. And then there's a scene with William and Jillian just eating dinner. And I was like, is this what you wanted? So then they're, they're like together. They stay together. He's like, I want to make it work with my wife. And then she's like, we have a child. He's like, do we? And then she, we? he's at home silently eating with that woman as if it's like good. Like it was and in like, the dark too. You're like, yeah, you got light. It was horrible. And then her bangs changed at the end. I guess she had like big bangs to be like, I'm an ingenue who's just so sad. And then her bangs like swipe to the side and she's like, I'll get what I want. <laughs> well, that also makes me think of reshoots because I, as someone who goes between having bangs and not having bangs all the time, it's like a constant struggle to like try to match the old bangs <laughs> where I feel like they were like, okay, we're just going to push it all over because they were so <laughs> pronounced. And then it was like she looks she looks totally different without them. Like it was yeah. just she does. A lot of people know. by the end of the movie look like different people than the <laughs> beginning of the movie. I wouldn't be surprised if they were like they had to come back and shoot the end like five months later. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't write the end yet. Also, can we talk about when when his wife, Mr. Cartwright's wife, went to go to the hotel room where you know Sanaa was fucking Chris or mm-hmm. fucking uh, what's what was his, what's the what's the dude's name is Cartwright what's his real name William. William William where she's fucking William like that is one of my biggest pet peeves in movies because it's so funny and unrealistic how a complete person can walk in a room and you don't look up at all to see who the fuck just walked in your room. She's literally so going she, like, hey, babe, can't believe it. We're going to we're going to get away with all of this or you know something. And like, look at it's like it's like heels, legs, woman. That's yeah. not you. Like, that's not it's you. so obvious. It's so obvious that that's not him. She's like, "Ooh, baby, mm, we got away with it. Now, fuck me good. And she looks up like, oh, no. <laughs> It is funny because, yeah, anytime someone walks in a room, like in my own house, I'm always like, ah, what do you mean you're screaming? You live in a house with people. But without fail, if someone enters a room I'm in where I was alone, I will scream. So like even if if I was in a hotel room, I would immediately look up to see who's coming in. Is it the 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 person I'm expecting to fuck? Is it his wife? Who is it? Yeah. Yeah. Especially after the bad day you just had. (laughs) (laughs) And that you're cheating. It's like you should kind of be on edge a little bit all the time. Like something is going to happen. Yes. Yes. You always (sighs) looking over your shoulder when you cheat. (laughs) (laughs) So wait, this movie won awards. Oh, wait. Let's see. Well, wait, we should say it's written by Tyler Perry, directed by Tyler Perry, released on September 12th, 2008. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. So yes, it it, it, it was nominated. It got... 
a bunch of things, right? Oh, no, it was nominated. So nominated for an Outstanding Motion Picture, Outstanding Actress uh, for Alfre Woodward, and Outstanding Directing for Tyler Perry at the NAACP Image Awards, Alfre Woodward and Sanaa Lathan. Lathan? Oh, we got to figure out how to say this woman's we name. We do. I We're know. nominated for Best Actress uh, at the Black Reel Awards, and Tyler Perry was nominated for Best Screenplay, Original or Adapted. Ferris, can you find out how we say Sana Lathan's name? Yeah. Just so we say it correctly one time yeah. during this podcast. That'd be nice. I know. And I've always been like, this is how, because I used to say it without fail, Sana Lathan. And somebody was like, that's not how you say it. And ever <laughs> since then, I've been like, I don't know how to say this woman's name. Yeah, I don't know. I saw her in A Raisin in the Sun and she was so fucking good. Like a, a play? On stage? Or she like, was in, was she in the Puff Daddy? Yeah, one? in the stage uh-huh. play with P. Diddy. Yeah. Oh, who wow. famously recreated the set in his house so he could really practice. That's what <laughs> That's, money does for you. That feels like being dumb. That's, that seems so unnecessary. <laughs> Why can't you imagine the stage? Like? You can't imagine he's got to be uh, there. I've done so much theater, and up until the set is built, you just walking around on taped floors. Yeah, yeah I think it. you can use your imagination a little bit. Yes. Um, okay, so critically, the film was not well received. It currently huh. has a 53% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. That's However, not that bad. Yeah, that's not that bad. The score does make it the second highest rated Tyler Perry movie on Rotten Tomatoes (laughs) (laughs) behind only I Can Do Battle by Myself. Um, Okay. So, okay. Not not horrible. All right. One critic from AV Club wrote, while it's wonderful to see actresses as shamefully underemployed as Woodward and Bates on the big screen, even they can't make sense of these incoherent characters. Would you say they're shamefully underemployed? Oh, <clears throat> I mean, I feel like, well, Alfred Woodard is more underemployed than Kathy yeah. Bates. Mm-hmm. Um, but that oh, that's a weird way to phrase that, I feel like. That it is. is. I will say, like, Tyler does pull people who you want to see more of and puts them yeah. in movies. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And he also, like, helped, like, really make Tarashi P. Henson prolific where people's like, oh, let's keep seeing her and stuff. Because mm-hmm. he's in, like, four of his movies, I feel like. Uh, and it's, I loved it. I love it. Yeah. Well, an audience is like the film, which is the kind of the continuing theme here mm-hmm. as we go through these movies. It has a Google audience score. <clears throat> it has a Google audience score of 87% and it grossed $17.4 million its opening weekend, eventually earning $37.1 million domestically. And it's the second least successful Tyler. It's the second least successful Tyler Perry film. Daddy's Little Girls is the least successful. So, I mean, he still makes millions of yeah. dollars, even when it's not doing great. This but is like, wild numbers to be like, this was not as successful as it could have been. And I feel like these fresh ratings are like, who's writing it? Because at the end of the day, the audiences like it. They go to the films. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think that's kind of bullshit. Yeah. So we figured also, out how to say her name. Oh, okay. Hold on. It was, yes. Sanaa. Uh, Sanaa Sana Lathan. Lathan. Sana I think you Lathan. said that. So we were pretty close. Sanaa so Lathan. So we were close. Yeah, I just get, I get in my head. I get in my head. Also, yeah, yeah. I, I want to reject the notion of movies having to be good to be good. Thank you. Like, yes. Because, and what <laughs> I mean we by liked that, it. We liked it, and that's all that really matters. If you, are you entertained? Yes, then it was a good fucking movie. It doesn't have to be quote unquote script good or all, mm-hmm. like a bad movie can be good. And like, especially on Twitter and me and you, but all, all three of us know a few film snobs who are just like, oh, if it isn't one of the best movies of all time, it's bad. And I'm just yeah. like, no, no. Mm-hmm. And that's, and critics, that's all critics think about is, 
is it a quote unquote good movie? Not did I have fun watching this movie? Totally. And I did. I did. And how did and like it's always comparing it to other things. Like the I think Tyler Perry movies stand alone completely. Mm-hmm. You cannot compare them to anything not because at all. they do not have they don't fit a genre. Nope. They have so many different things going on. And that's what's fun about it. Like I I was entertained the entire time. I wanted mm-hmm. to know what was gonna happen. I was curious about every character. I, I, I mean, again it was a good time. Like I picked up my phone at one point last night when I was watching it. And I missed something and I was like, well, dang. So I put my phone down, rewound it, and then was yeah. like, gotta watch this. Same. <laughs> I didn't check. I checked my phone when she died. And I looked I looked away when she was looking at the mirrors and shit. And I checked my phone real quick. And I looked up and we at her funeral. Or like she getting a call <laughs> uh, that she died. I'm like, wait a minute, she died? You can't <laughs> look away. You can't. You can't. Because something yes. insane is going to happen. Like, it's, Wait, you, her mirror was also a little wild for me. So it was just like, opens from this side. I was like, okay, that makes sense. And then he yes. was like, or the mirror said, this this person's your friend. Oh my God, And I was mirror. like, oh, okay. And then it was like, you're a nice, I wish I could remember all no, of, no, I should have No, no, we need to get a down. screenshot of that when we post about this because it was great. It was like, it was like, you're a nice lady. Your <laughs> son is named whatever. You are, you work at here. And it was like, it was just like, so she is losing her faculties, yes. but, but she only didn't seem night. like that. She but also she wrote, you are a nice lady. I don't well, know I if made that's that up. a I thing that, made that up. <laughs> I might have made that up. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they were all with all my goofy. being, she wrote that. I made that up. <laughs> I hope you didn't make that up. I hope you saw I, I it I made that up. and it's in <laughs> your subconscious. <laughs> I, I am a nice lady. <laughs> but that was the thing. I was like, I think you remember. Like, I, I didn't feel like she was at the point in her life where she had to end it all. Like, it, it was just, yeah. yes, she was that, doing okay. I, I don't know. I mean, and then also, so I I thought she hired uh, the COO to like co-run the business with her. I guess she hired the COO to run, so it. she could oust her son, and that person could take over the business. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it was like a long play where she was like, "I'm going to kill myself." And I need to set up the company so my son can't have a fucking thing because I'm a nice lady, says yeah. it in the mirror. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to find a screenshot of that on, on Google and it's not working. Oh, but I man. need While it. While you look for that, I'm going to give some trivia. Okay. Ooh, so yes. we already know this. Alfrey and Sanaa played mother and daughter in Love and Basketball. Mm-hmm. Alfrey also played Taraji P. Henson's mother in Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Perry worked in construction before finding success with plays and film. Oh. Much like Harrison Ford, who I believe worked at construction. Thank you. Before mm-hmm. Stewart's. I did retain something. Connecting it. Connecting it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Famously a carpenter. The film grows $17 million its opening weekend, eventually earning $37.1 million domestically. Oh, yeah, we already... It's the least successful. I mean, yeah. And I mean, Daddy's Little Girls, I the fact that that's the least successful, I'm like, that's pretty good. Yeah. I didn't I'd- hate it. I have never seen it. Did, did you guys Honestly, watch that? It's, it's really not dramatic, bad, but okay. it's wild. There okay. is one character, the mother character, who behaves so poorly and beats up some people in front of her daughters <laughs> <laughs> that you're just like, I can't. This isn't real. There's like child abuse. There's like a lot of things that happen in that one that are really intense. And yeah, but then it also has some moments that are like oddly really light. So yeah. and then there's like a neighborhood brawl scene. It's <laughs> you know the thing great. I love about I, Tyler Perry. These movies are I'm thoroughly enjoying myself. 
because you know why and 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 this is great this is why i love tyler perry as a black billionaire because he does what so many creative people wish they could do mm-hmm. and that is whatever the fuck they want yes yes <laughs> like seriously and I, I i know that sounds like an understatement but like we all are creative we can't do whatever the fuck we want most of the time right yeah. mm-hmm. for many reasons whether it's you're in your own head or whatever but this dude will literally just sit down put pen to paper <laughs> say ain't nobody rewriting this shit this is the movie you getting this is the movie y'all about to shoot and we about to shoot the hell out of this and this is just like it's the beginning of the blueprint when jc said when jay-z says just what I was feeling at the time. Like, <laughs> what you about to witness is just what I was feeling at the time. That is Tyler Perry in a nutshell. You are yeah. about to witness just what I was feeling at the time. And it is he amazing. Also, I think it's kind of incredible that he takes, like, really, like, well-established high-end actors mm-hmm. and then matches them with people that you haven't really seen yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And then that, like, gives those people an opportunity. Yeah, like, totally. Tyler Perry... His casting is very strategic and I think really smart. Yeah. Well, and then when he puts himself in, it's like also fascinating because he plays like, like in this movie, he's just like a really normal guy. Mm -hmm. And like, then you're like, okay, so why did you cast yourself in this role? Like, I'm so curious about like, why did that seem fun to you to be like this sort of like, Hey, what's going on? Like he like, doesn't like, mm-hmm. he doesn't do anything. And then in the next movie, he's three characters. He's Medea. He's Uncle. Whatever. He's <laughs> I like think yeah. he's truly just like I will show you fuckers range. Yeah, like you want to see fucking I mean, range? I got. And it. And the range in this movie was that in the beginning he had short hair, and then four years later it was a little longer. <laughs> it was a little longer. It was a nappier fro. <laughs> I am looking at this picture of Tyler Perry as Ben, and I can't stop laughing. It, it is the worst wig I've ever joy. seen. But why are the wigs bad? Like why? I don't it's, it's like insane because there was a bad a wig, wig in in which one was it that we watched? Uh, uh, was it Daddy's? No, it was the first one. It was yeah, um, it was Diary of Mad uh, Black Medea. Wait, what was that one? Diary oh, of Mad Black no. Woman. What did we do for the first one? Diary, Diary of Mad of Black Woman. Mm-hmm. Did you say it? I did twice, but then you'll only hear it on my <laughs> recording. Mm, yeah, mm, 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 yeah. Um, but there was like a bad wig on a guy in that. And you're like, wait, why? Like, first yeah. of all, just don't even put it on. Like, I don't even know what, what what's happening. Yeah. Like Tyler your Perry, hair your fine. hair is fine. Your hair is fine. <laughs> also, you could just grow a fro, bro. Like, I know. <laughs> he like, can, you got hair. if he's, you know, filming this and That's a Medea true. movie simultaneously. <laughs> that must be what it is. That it's like that, everyone's yeah. triple cast. And so they're like doing a hundred things and... Also, Tyler Perry deserves his flowers for his acting, his acting skills, because outside of his own movies, he's been in some other good shit. He's been in like that Alex Cross movie, which he was pretty good in. I, I don't see, know I about see that. He was in Gone Girl. Remember he was, he good was in Gone, Gone Girl. Girl? He yes. was in Star Trek, which he was pretty Wait, damn good in. he was in Star Trek? Yeah, he was in like all three of them. Uh, the reboot. Oh. Yeah, he's like a Federation leader. I wonder if Tyler Perry wants to do other people's projects, or if he's just like... I'm fucking fine. I just write whatever I want and I'm in it. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. He, I think he does other people's projects when he's just bored. Yeah. Yeah. Because he doesn't need to because he can just do... <laughs> he's in every one of his own movies just about. So... Right. If he's bored, he'll be in it. And I love it. And he'll show us... He'll show us... Oh, yeah, I can act. I can <laughs> act. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna have to find that um, that picture of Kathy Bates looking in the mirror. I need that. I it's nowhere <laughs> online. I I need. I'm looking. I'm using the wrong search terms because I need to find this. But okay, let's see. Kathy Bates. 
Now I'm looking too. You think somebody would have taken a screenshot of that to make fun of it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe people aren't watching the movies with like a comedic eye. Maybe they're just like, man, that was so dramatic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, this is hard to find. It, yeah. I might have to just pull it up on Prime and take my own Yeah, I'm going to do it again. Yeah. Yes, we got the strip club scene. I see that. <laughs> the strip club scene was just so funny to me. Kathy Bates is so like, funny. come on, daddy. And she's just throwing a holy. Also, who travels with holy water? And I didn't know that was a black people thing. I didn't my know grandma we did do. holy water. My, gra- my grandma, I was talking about this with somebody with Ify and Carl two days ago. My grandma would literally just bless a bottle of olive oil and be like, this is holy water and, we, and holy oil and be wiping that shit all on our face. So when I was a kid, I didn't get it. But now I realize that you just put an olive oil all over my forehead and That's spraying it around funny. the house. That's all she did. And she would keep one in her purse in case she ever needed to pray over people. I love that. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. And it's very funny. We had holy water in my fridge growing up that was in like a pill. It was like in a like a penicillin bottle or something like I, it always confused me because I, I always connected the holy water with the taste of that medicine because it was in like a medicine bottle. Yeah. <laughs> I never drank it or anything. I just like thought it probably tasted like that because I was just like little and didn't understand what was going on and why we had that. <laughs> but it was in our fridge. This is a hard picture to find, but I'm going to I'm going to we take have a, to figure that out. I'm going to take a pic of it. I got to go. To, I got to go check it out to read every post-it note on that mirror because it's worth it. It is. Worth it is. It. We need to know what that said because it was. It was funny. <laughs> it was. It was. Um, well, I think we've come to the end. Sadly, Jaquise, do you have anything that you want to plug? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen. You know when when you're not watching Tyler Perry movies, you know if you want to get some other reality, uh, come check out the cast with Ray and Jaquise. It's very fun. I'm having a blast. Yeah. Wait. Tell us about that because yeah. I, so, I have to listen to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's what we're doing. We're building the greatest cast of all time. And this season is centered around reality TV shows. Uh, So we're building the greatest reality TV show cast of all time, a cast of 12. And we're taking some of the greatest moments from some of the biggest reality shows and pulling names from those clips that we're watching. Uh, So, like, we've had Drag Race so far. We've had The Challenge. We've had... Uh, 90 Day Fiance, Survivor, Flavor of Love, the band, making the band. We are we're going deep diving into all these reality shows and their big clips, building a great cast. We'll see if we uh we'll see if we come away with a pretty good one. Who knows? That's but so fun. I'm having fun. I'm having fun doing it. And Ray, Ray is the reality show queen. She she knows her shit. And I'm just, you know, an opinionated dude <laughs> <laughs> who also watches reality TV and, and stuff like that. But, you know, I have I have my opinions and my thoughts and it's a good time. We have we have fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Nicole, yeah. by the way, we haven't talked about <clears throat> 90 Day Fiance right now it has some of the most annoying people I think they've ever had. Um, mm-hmm. Andrew is possibly one of the worst reality he is characters awful. I've ever he seen. He's a greasy, weird person who is like gaslighting this beautiful woman who just wants to come to America for uh, ma- makeup stores. I'm just yeah. so confused about. I'm glad they're breaking. It seems like they're breaking up. I'm glad. I but. think so. She didn't get on the plane from Serbia, so I'm I'm glad. I yeah. I, this season's not doing it for me. I was like, was there just like nobody who applied? Like, what's going on? 
I'm missing my Angela. It feels like they all hate each other. Yes, all they the all despise each other. Yara and Jovi, I mean, they're not oh, meant it's, for this it's, world. It's, it's, it's horrible. Jaquise, do you watch 90 Day Fiance? I, I've, the only season I've watched is before the 90 Days, the last With one. With Darcy, my queen? Yes, yes, with Darcy and Big Ed and Rose and all them. <laughs> Those are the ones I've watched. Oh, Those so are you, you watched a later season. You yeah, gotta yeah. watch season one to watch the evolution of Darcy's face okay. and just who she is. Okay, I will. Have I you will. watched um, on Discovery Plus, the one that's called like The Single Life, 90 Day Fiance, The Single Life? Yes. I haven't no. seen it. It's... Ugh, it's not too much. Is it not good? It's not great, but it's also not bad. I will say this: Danielle is on it, and she is iconic. She goes okay. on a date with this man <sighs> who doesn't like her immediately, <laughs> and she's. And at one point, she was just like, "Oh gosh, all this wind!" Because the wind just like blew her hair around, and then she was like, "What do you like to do?" And he oh, was like, no. "Travel," and she's like, "Mm-hmm, that's nice." It's just, <laughs> and then there's an episode of Bears All where she talks about how she sells sex toys, and Danielle, yes, Sean Robbins, uh, Robinson is laughing, <laughs> she, like Danielle is laughing as she's trying to explain uh, a womanizer, which is like a clit sucker. The whole crew is laughing. <laughs> And then Caesar comes out and does her toes. And no. he calls them little piggies. <laughs> no. This, this is Caesar's Caesar's not okay, right? I mean like uh, he's uh, not well. He's I'm really nobody worried. is well or thriving. That's, that's on, so on these shows. that is so the producers are geniuses, but also like so awful. Like yes. to go yeah. like and then you'll come out and give her a pedicure. That's that's psychotic. I love it. I, I mean, I, I obviously love it. It's all I want to watch. Um, okay, so we have our five-star segment, which we're calling, right for the time being, it's the five hallelujah segment. <laughs> so hallelujah. Hallelujah. Five okay. hallelujahs. <laughs> this one comes from uh, Gastfields, and it's titled, I Hurt Myself Laughing. The newest season of Newcomers had me literally in tears with laughter. I made the mistake of doing an ab workout while listening. I pulled all the muscles in my neck laughing at Lauren and Nicole describing Medea using a calculator. <laughs> Thanks. Honestly, okay. that scene is iconic. I think about it often. Just titties flopping. Not putting in any sort of numbers in this calculator. It's so funny. I was reenacting it yesterday for Mary Holland on Zoom. I was like, you have to watch this movie. Like, it's... <laughs> The scene is just amazing. Like, and what did he hit you? <laughs> he owes also, you five billion, trillion, billion, trillion, billion, lillian, lillian, lillian dollars. <laughs> let's also shout out. Let's also shout out the dude who listens to podcasts while working out. That is amazing. I people seem that. to do that, like, which yes. I think is wild. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people have said, I've been, you know, on the internets. And they were like, ah, I didn't know about them covering Medea. I still don't know about it. But the people who've like actually listened are like, it's fun. Yeah. So if, I don't know, you have a friend who listened to our podcast who was like, I'm not for Medea. Think about why you're not for Medea. Mm-hmm. And get on board. Because and get on board because we're having wrong. a great fucking great. time. I'll say this. Yeah. Star Wars. Cool. Great. Lord of Rings. Cool. Great. This Tyler Perry is going to be nonstop laughs. And (laughs) if you just like to laugh, you better listen to this. You better listen to this season because it is going to be so it's so wildly different. And I love it. I love it. Thank you. I feel more prepared when I come to record because I'm like, I understood everything. Same. (laughs) I know what's going on. It's kind of amazing. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> so if you're out there, please give us a five-star review. We'll pick one to read on the next episode. And we'll be back next week with another one of Tyler Perry's works. So we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Oh, bye-bye. was a HeadGum original.